This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's the Adam Gold Show. Is there a reason we're playing this? I'm just curious. It's a great song. I know. It's just a throwback. I like this song. All right. It's great. Just felt like playing it. <laughs> no problem with it. Uh, I, I would karaoke this uh, yeah. uh, depending on, you know, what we had for dinner. Uh, let's. Uh, I don't have no idea what that means. Whiskey and wine. Uh, could be. Could be. Uh, let's uh, bring in Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast moderator, because tomorrow we get to celebrate Franchise tag day. It's a it's a glorious occasion. Uh, are the uh, Carolina Panthers going to franchise tag Brian Burns again? I don't think I don't think the Panthers are singing um, brandy to Brian Burns because if they were, they'd, they'd lock it up, right? Like <laughs> if the franchise tag is widely considered by players, and it's changed a little bit over the past few years, but like widely considered by players to be, you know, sort of the you know, it's like you've been dating for a long time. Yeah. You won't pop the question. You know, it's like, it's like, all right, like, you know, you, you, you like me enough to prevent me from going to get paid. Why don't you just pay me yourself? Um, and so I think, yeah, they probably will because they haven't been able to get uh, on the same page with Brian Burns in terms of what, you know, what he wants and, and what they want to give him. It's possible that it's one of those things where, um, you know, you get the franchise tag and we see him get traded. We see that with Ed right. Rushers a lot. And remember, he was, I mean, uh, reportedly, they turned down two first-round picks to the Rams for him, which was, in hindsight, quite stupid. Yes. Um, you know, I, I think you still get a pretty good haul from him in a year where you, you're still rebuilding. Like, you've got a rookie, you got a quarterback on a rookie contract, but it's not like, you know, this is not like a Seahawks or 49ers, because you see Seahawks in the roster, 49ers with, uh, with Purdy situation where it's like, you build around a guy because you have talent. Like they don't have a whole lot. Now I think Brian Burns is a foundational player, and so I have no. I mean, I have no problem franchise tagging Brian Burns, which I, I mean, they did. I mean, the Panthers have a pretty good history of using the franchise tag. He was a punter one year. They did. Um, Todd Sauerbrunn got franchise tagged. It's amazing. Todd Sauerbrunn. Yeah. Um, man, he yeah. Talk about a good hot dog topping. Um, the uh, the Sauerbrunn. The <laughs> the. Uh, the um, the probably tagging, and then I think he, I mean like I don't know if a trade will happen. I think that's probably on the lower end of, of outcomes. Uh, you have until July fifteenth ish to work on a long term deal. If they haven't gotten there yet, it's it's kind of hard to imagine them doing it. But you know, we we tend to see these things happen a little more frequently in in recent years. I think with the franchise tag. So yeah, I say ta- I'll, I mean I will ultimately say tag no deal, get to camp and have a whole thing. All right. So here's my my. Question of my follow up to the Brian Burns: Will they tag him? Does it make it easier or more difficult to trade Brian Burns if you have franchise tagged him? Um. Well, whoever, whoever. I mean, it makes it. I guess. Does it matter? Like he has to accept no, the no, franchise it really, tag, it right? Doesn't really matter because, like, whoever trades for him is. You know, if so, fact they're going to give him a contract extension. So, right, the tag number, which counts against the you know the whole tag number, it's a one year fully guaranteed deal that counts fully against the salary cap, um, won't necessarily matter for the new team because, as part of the trade compensation, you the t- the team receiving uh, Brian Burns, you know, works with his agent to negotiate a new deal. So, like, 
almost as soon as he's traded for, you see that extension announced. Okay. All right. So it, yeah, it, 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 it won't matter. It won't matter to yeah. trading. Um, uh, I, look, I have and been just, saying just this. This is a point of reference. We've seen Frank Clark traded on the tag as an edge rusher and uh, somebody else recently, and I can't think of it right now. Well, it do, does, doesn't matter. I've, I've been saying, I said it last year be, before the trade deadline when they traded Christian McCaffrey that this should be the move. They should trade Brian Burns. I don't understand. Uh, but, the, you know, I talked to enough people in Charlotte that believe that they should continue to build around Brian Burns. I don't know how they do that. He's a great player. I don't have no problem building around him, but, like, what are you building? Right. You're no, not, you're not, that's you're not my point. point. Where you can, yeah, you're not at the point in your franchise evolution where, you know, you can go out and give a huge extension to, you know, even if he's, you know, he's still young, I mean, you're going to have him through his prime. But, like, by the time that you get, I mean, you, I mean, if you're being realistic about the Panthers, you know, you're on your, what, seventh head coach in five years? You're yeah. on, you've got a new GM. You know, a GM that was with the team last year, by the way, Dan Morgan, who should know that this is not a one-year turnaround deal, even if you expect the most out of Bryce Young, you think Dave Canales is a great coach. This is a two- to three-year deal at best. And while, like, having Brian Burns for the next two to three years makes your team better, and I agree that you don't want to give away and lose, you know, if you can get a mid-first-round pick for him and you create the salary cap space and you find an edge rusher, you know, to replace it, it's 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 a, it's a very difficult balance when your team is terrible. Will Brinson is joining us here. Would you take a uh, a mid first round? Uh, it's not even a mid first round pick because we wouldn't know. Would you take a first round pick, not in this year's draft, but a future draft next year, uh, in exchange for Brian Burns, or would it have to be significantly more than that if you're not getting the return right now? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I think about the Panthers, I and I trade away Brian Burns, and I've made this, I think I think the PR aspect of it, it probably needs to be this year. Right. Um, it's a really good draft. You know, it's, a, it's, it's not like, you know, it's loaded with offensive players. And so you're going to see defensive players fall down the board pretty good, I think. Um, you know, quarterbacks, obviously, with the you know, the victory in, in Drake May, Jaden Daniels, and, and Keller Williams, those guys are, you know, the value of those quarterbacks makes these first-round picks this year that much more valuable. And, and, and look, you can go back to last year and look at the trade for Bryce Young and also note that everybody knew Caleb Williams was coming out. Everybody knew Drake May was coming out. Right. <laughs> like, the first-round picks this year were more valuable than first-round picks last year, and the Panthers gave away the most valuable one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, the Chicago Bears are everybody's fascination in this offseason. It has been a nonstop conversation over uh, do they keep Justin Fields and trade the pick and uh, – could they he's trade back? Could they, well, no. Could they trade back to number two to number three and still get one of those other quarterbacks? 
uh, and get a sizable haul. Uh, you could make the argument that, I mean, who knows down the road who's going to be the best quarterback of the three, right? Whether I think, it's I think the general, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, and look, like, not, nobody needs to go by the general consensus. Um, you know, being uh, different oftentimes leads to more success. You know, going against the grain, uh, but. But a great article I've read Peter King's uh, FMIA column today details. You, you'll like this. I, it is um, how Jordan Spieth, golfer Jordan Spieth, disqualified this past weekend yes. at the Riv, was at the center of the drama surrounding Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes during the 2017 NFL draft. Interesting. I like that little teaser. Huh? Jordan Spieth um, was at the yeah. center of the drama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. He was in the Saints. He in the Saints draft room, and they wanted Mahomes. Um, and, and and I mean, just to, I mean, people gotta read it, but like Sean Payton told Speed, "We want Mahomes," and he's like, "But don't tell." And then he, and then all of a sudden, like, found out that Drew Brees is gonna be in the draft room too. He's like, "I haven't told Drew that, so don't think." <laughs> um, <laughs> which is just amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm still getting over my whatever I con- contracted in Las Vegas. And- um. Having fun was bad. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? You call it whatever you want, Will. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Your your <laughs> secret your secret is safe with us. You call it <laughs> you call I it wish, I wish this was Vegas Blue. <laughs> you call it whatever you want. Now look, I'm, nobody's I'm, gonna doubt you. Yeah, you know you're you're an upstanding citizen. Uh, every once in a while the, there's a bug uh, it's it's got Piotr Kachetkov. He's not going to play tonight. It's going to be Spencer Martin. So it's I'm, it's. I'm just I'm just telling you. The last time I felt this bad was the last time the Chiefs and the 49ers played in the Super Bowl. That was February 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the world takes a different turn this time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that um, no, I mean, I think that like at the top of the board, if you're the Bears, and I'm not saying they should do this. I'm just saying a lot of times. We see GMs and coaches take the um, path, not the path of least resistance, or the path that is uh, most commonly commonly believed to be correct. Particularly in these situations, for instance, the Panthers taking Bryce Young. It's like he's the consensus top guy. No one's going to kill you for it, and people kill him for the trade up, but no one kills him for taking Bryce Young, right? Even though CJ Stroud. Well, no, no, I I think they kill them for both, even though they shouldn't kill. The Panthers for taking Bryce Young at right. least right but now. I'm saying, if you're the Bears and you trade out of the first round, uh, out of the first, and you keep Fields and you build around him with all those picks, no, no, no. And Caleb Williams is awesome. You get absolutely everybody gets fired. You d- no. I don't know that I don't know that everybody gets fired if you draft Caleb Williams and he's not great. But I mean, yeah, I, I think I just think they'll stay there, draft yes. Caleb, and trade you know, move around with another pick to try to find maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe you trade Fields to Atlanta. New England, something like that. How many first-round picks did the Bears give up to move from three to two 
to take Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> right? <laughs> so th- um, they, they no, moved sure, up so one spot. Or, yeah. So you have a second or third. If I'll give him first. Washington would flip picks if Washington wants Caleb Williams. They could move mm-hmm. up one spot. And what do you also give up? You probably give up a future one. And maybe that's all you have to give up as a future one. But if you're the Bears, is it worth doing that? And I I would say the answer is probably yes. Yeah, I mean. Unless you think Caleb Williams is so much better than the other two quarterbacks. Well, I mean, there is the issue of, like, drafting another Carolina quarterback at number two overall, which might. Trigger Bears fans. Yeah, but at least Drake um, Mays had two full seasons as a starter, as opposed to <laughs> Mitch Drake, Trubisky. Drake, I think Drake, I mean, Drake Mays is immensely talented. And I mean, I've, I've seen Drake May play a ton. He's a very good quarterback. I, I just, if Washington would do it for this is one of those drafts where you have um, you have Caleb. It's sort of like when you know Andrew Luck. I'm not saying he's Andrew Luck style, but I mean he's been given a lot of praise. Um, it was uh, Mike Holmgren, who's the GM for Cleveland at the owners' meetings in uh, Phoenix that year. Walked up to Ryan Grigson, who was the GM for the Colts at the time. And Holmgren had the third pick, because I think he took Trent Richardson there. Right. He walks up to him and he says, I will give you my entire draft for the first overall pick. And Ryan Grigson turned him down. So, I mean, it's like, to move up two spots, my entire draft. Like, offered him, he was doing a sip of the lemonade, as the story goes, and he offered him his entire draft. Grigson said, no, you, took, you take Andrew Luck. I think it's like, if... If you believe Caleb Williams is a surefire, is, right. is in a surefire, like you just have to, you can't go, you can't move. That's fine. If, 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 if that's why I said, if, if you believe that Caleb Williams is it, then you don't do it. But if you don't think that he is a definite surefire thing, or maybe it's very possible, because I wouldn't, wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that somebody looked at Drake May and said, I think Drake May yeah. is going to be better. That, that if you, that if you're Chicago, then you are open to that discussion, uh, uh, you know, especially if it gets you another draft, even gets you a one next year. They're loaded yeah, with no, draft no, no, picks. No, no, about it. I mean, the, the, the issue I think, Adam, is that um, you know, most, I think most people actually have like Caleb and, excuse me, uh, Drake and Jaden Daniels closer or flipped. Right. Jaden Daniels higher than Drake, and then Caleb sort of is their tier. Now, I mean, obviously that doesn't mean it's correct. I saw, I saw Jaden Daniels listed first by somebody I don't remember who it was. Uh, it was not you, Will Brinson. I know you'll have a mock draft up at CBSSports.com soon because everybody has to. They haven't called me and asked me for mine yet, but I don't work for the company. Uh, Will Brinson, Pick 6 Podcast, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. My friend, we'll talk to you later. Bye, buddy. See you, Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org.